Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Hi, thanks for joining us, everyone. I am Chris Lee in Idaho Falls, Idaho, and today we have with us Gail Hartnett in Boise, Idaho. Gail, say hello. Hi, all. Hi, Chris. Hi, (laughs) thank you. Yes, so Gail is our past president for Women's Council of Realtors. She was the 2006 national president, and she also served at very high levels within NAR as the 2012 NAR Region 12 vice president and the 2016 NAR president's liaison to Tom Salamon. Her resume is much, much longer, more in-depth, and we're very happy to have her with us here today. So I made the introduction very brief, but thank you, Gail, for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Let's start, we're talking today as we did a little intro about Women's Council here. So tell us all how you initially got involved with Women's Council Realtors. That's a great story. Many of you have heard it, but if you haven't, I got involved with Women's Council by accident. And that's a true story because I literally, in 1995, I broke my leg on realtor tour, slipped on the only ice in Boise at that time, and uh, was stuck at home, kind of like we are now, stuck at home, and I couldn't get out. And the local chapter at the time was having a membership drive. And what they did was a telephone drive. And uh, they didn't even call me but because they knew I was home. So somebody stopped over with a latte. And uh, as I was stuck in my house, I figured, oh, what the heck? I had, I had really not signed up for four years, actually. I had been a realtor. But uh, the chapter here was just ladies who lunch, which, of course, we're not anymore. But uh, I didn't have a desire to be a part of it because I really wanted to be the best realtor that there was. But I joined and because I could write a check from home. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I was able to do it. And uh, amazing things you can do at home. I joined and I still wasn't active. Now, mind you, this was 1995. So in the fall, I was asked to be the president for 1996. And anybody that knows me, I'm kind of a yes girl, but I actually said no, because I, again, I did not see value. But then I thought to myself, there must be value. There was a gal from Idaho Falls, as a matter of fact, Joanne Long, who had said to me at a conference, Oh, Women's Council is so awesome. She had been a member in Arizona. And I just remembered that. And I thought there's got to be something more here than what we've got going on. So I called up the gal and I said, listen, if we can research this and determine what this organization is, I will do this. Well, she naturally said yes, because they needed a president. Mm -hmm. And uh, I immediately jumped in with them and actually got out of Dodge (laughs) very quickly. In January, I went to Portland and to an orientation. So uh, there, this is a long story, but I'll stop it. But I just want you to know that's how it happened. It happened by accident. And it's turned into <laughs> an amazing, amazing, amazing thing that I did in my life. So it may have happened by accident, but the reason you got value from it was because you decided if you were going to be involved, then you're going to be involved. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Well, so we know that you are the past national president, so you obviously stuck with it successfully for quite a long time. 
and have a lot of nuggets to share with us from that, I'm sure. But I kind of wanted to take it to the next level about life after the Women's Council of Realtors and the highest level they're in. So given that role as the national president and then you moved on after that, you likely had a few options as far as what you would do next in real estate and the industry or outside of the industry. So that's obviously not the end of the line for you. And I know that one of the things along the way that you decided to do was to run for public office, which I find very interesting and intriguing. It's not an opportunity that a lot of people think of as a service type of um, commitment. So I thought I would ask you to share a little bit about that, how that came about, and then perhaps what experiences or skill sets that you might have honed within the Women's Council that you were able to learn from and draw on to employ in that decision to run for public office. Yeah, that that was a, an awesome experience, by the way. Uh, so in 2007, which was the year after I was national president, um, I actually was the president of the state of Idaho. And our CEO, it was the night that our governor was being his inauguration, as a matter of fact, he came over to me and he said, <clears throat> Gail, he says, I know you have other plans uh, to do things with NAR and so on. He said, but I want to ask you if you would run for the state legislature in your district. Wow. And yeah, that was, yeah. So I was asked, you know, which we know that in Women's Council, the task is to ask. I was like, what? Uh, never, <laughs> didn't, didn't know a thing about what was, well, I shouldn't say I didn't know what was going on in our community, but you know, I knew a lot about the Realtor Association, of course, the Women's Council. Heck, I could wrap that anywhere. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I actually, I thought about it. I sat down with one of our, our GAD, as a matter of fact, and I said, we had lunch and I said, what is this? I said, I knew nothing about it. I said, you know, I know issues. I don't know anything about the issues that are actually happening in the state. Well, that's interesting, folks, because we really do know things about what's happening in the state. As soon mm -hmm. as I got on the freeway and the car went ba-bum, 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 I said, aha, roads, <laughs> transportation, there's an issue. <laughs> and of course, it, you know, that all, you know, it, it was a process and it was a long process. I thought about it. I talked to my family about it. I talked to friends. I talked to my business partner. It was not something that I said, okay, I'll do this. Not kind of like when I stepped into being the president of the, right. of the uh, Boise chapter of Women's Council. But I have to say, one of the things that drove me to actually say yes was the Women's Council. And let me tell you why, because uh, in 2006, we had put out our new strategic framework and we had worked very hard on realtor outreach, on uh, influence. Those were the things that we were doing at the time. And that was like moving out of the walls of the council. It was moving people into NAR and into their communities and into lots of things because we know, you know, we really do train our members for bigger and better things. And there's just only going to be one national president every year. So there's just so far people can go in our 
in our wonderful community. However, we can keep going. I was so excited. I remember talking to our CEO. I said, you know what makes me excited about this is that I'm actually doing what we were putting forth to our members to do. I was able to be an example of, yes, we are going to move out and do things. So the things that I learned in Women's Council, I was driven by our strategic planning. If I didn't have that, I'm not sure if I would have taken that step. Uh, but I did. I took the step. And it was an amazing experience. I did not prevail. But it was a great experience. I learned so much about people. I learned about what was important to people, not just important to me, which I think is what we do. I know it's what we do in women's council. So, so many things came from it. It was, was quite an experience. I would have done it again, by the way. I, I, I did not prevail, but I, and actually I didn't prevail in the primary, but I was going to do it again in 2010. And of course, that's when the market fell. And anybody that needs to know this, legislators don't get paid very much money at all, <laughs> especially, you know, we're a citizen legislature, you know, so I needed my business. Yes, I needed my business and my, my amazing team that I had while I was working with the Women's Council, my main star had moved to Hawaii because of the downturn. So that was kind of the end of that political life. But it was great experience. And Women's Council is really who launched me to it. That's, that's just such a wonderful story that and you really took that strategic framework to heart and you lived it and you said, mm -hmm. yes, this is what we're talking about. This is what we can do and I can do this. And I imagine that it was actually a little bit of a, a surprise perhaps once you got into the public realm that in the women's council were so supportive of one another on our journeys and we it's a safe <laughs> place to learn and grow and that necessarily isn't the case when you're in the public eye if you will so that i hope that hope that yeah. wasn't a rude awakening i wasn't in boise so i don't know how all that went down but that, that has to be kind of difficult because I know even in just some of the little community activities that I've done, it's not that it's adversarial at all because they are also volunteer positions, but it's certainly a different venue than the Women's Council where we, we, it really is a safe place to grow and learn those skills. That's right. So I'll, and I'll share something with you because, of course, I was going to take the advice of those around me, you know, and that was really intriguing because I had my instincts as far as running a campaign and some of the things that I suggested to somebody who had, that's what he did for a living, was helping people with campaigns. You know, he didn't think they were important and you know, at the end of the day, I think they were. So I was like, that was why I was ready to do it again, because I learned that my instincts, my, my training, my background, I could do this. I could still do this. So yeah, we learn. We're, it's a different world out there. And yes, I was also firmly going to have a positive campaign. And I was being told no, you can't do that. Or maybe not so much that I can't do that. But unfortunately, there were some things saying I, I had a interview with my opponent for our newspaper. That was really intriguing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I actually was endorsed by the newspaper. I, I really did learn a lot. So, yeah. uh, and I would encourage anyone, if it's your desire, hey, go for it. 
do it and trust in yourself and trust yeah. in what you've learned and mm -hmm. authenticity rules the day. Yep. That's right. That's excellent. So that was a, your first big public, probably foray into that realm, but I know you stayed involved in the community there in Boise through other things. Um, you were instrumental in the Idaho meth project and that was, I believe a governor appointed committee as well. And that went for several years. What other ways have you stayed engaged in the community there? In the Boise area? So, well, there's a lot of things. Currently, I'm on the advisory board for the Idaho Women in Leadership, which is oh. an awesome program. This wasn't the governor's appointment, but it was the first ladies. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this all comes from being involved. I'm involved with so many things, the, the Women and Children Alliance. One of the things that we do in the realtor world, of course, building forums going on, growth forums going on. I just, you know, I stay involved. I, that's my networking. And networking, yes. by the way, <laughs> do we not do that like like over the moon, you know, Indeed. now the whole world, now the whole world has classes on networking, but it used to be the women's council. Yeah. So. And, and you know, it still is because I, I found that in my small community, everybody knows a realtor, of course, no matter where you live. And I found it kind of hard to break into other circles outside of the real estate world. And what I found is that once people realized that I had these skill sets, that I did know how to run a, and chair a committee and I do understand right. working with volunteers and can show up to meetings on time and do the work in between, that once I kind of had that reputation, now others in the community are asking me to do other things. But it's kind of initially hard to break outside of our real estate communities and those small things that we always do into new areas and pockets of the community, I have found anyway. And actually, the Women's Council Realtors experience has helped me to do that. So it kind of sounds like that's been the same with you. Um, uh, yeah, if we were yeah. to switch back to the council and look at that venue again, I know your role in the Women's Council since you've gone on from being the national president has been probably more of a mentorship role. So I'm kind of curious, how does that change how you engage with members now versus 15 years ago when you do attend conferences? And is it any different or are you doing the same thing with your networking? You know, I think it's the same thing. You know, I think my mission in life was to, <laughs> God put me here to help people to grow and to be better than I ever was. And boy, that's a joy. I'm not sure what year it was, but I was actually chairing a committee that we put together. The task is to ask yep. the program. Boy, that was so fun to put that together. And I know we still use that now. And mm -hmm. I, I have always believed, I have watched people as I've traveled around always. And I've tapped people on the shoulder. That's what I do. I consider all of us, whether we're currently in women's council actively, and I still am active in women's council, by the way, but to be star seekers, you know, mm -hmm. to, to be looking for shining stars all the time. And so my whole being is doing that. And when I see people, I tap them because somebody tapped me. Uh, Doris Edwards, who was the president in 1998, she tapped me on the shoulder when we were at a regional conference and she said, Gail, 
they're talking about you at national. And I was like, what? <laughs> they're talking <laughs> about me. Okay. That was a seed. That was a seed that was planted. And I'll never forget that seed. And, and when I see talent, which there's so much talent in our association, in our organization, I tap people on the shoulder and I say, you need to do this. You need to be the president or you need to. And people will call me and I, I, my phone is just available all the time because I used to say, I don't think there's a day goes by, or definitely a week goes by that somebody wouldn't sit down and, you know, I, I just love doing that. I like making things better for other people if I possibly can. That's pretty much what it's all about. And uh, there wonderful. you go. But there's so much that Women's Council did to make that happen. So yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And you truly are cherished. You've touched so many people. So it's just <laughs> wonderful that you're still so involved and you continue to do that. Thank you. And then I, I think we'll just wrap up. I've got one last question to ask, which is, what is something you would want new realtors to know about the Women's Council of Realtors? So I think that they need to understand that surrounding yourself with positive women and men leaders, that's the best thing that you can do. To be the best realtor that you can be, your learning experiences are truly going to come from being in a network of talented people that are so willing to share and that's a biggie right there is to share everything that they know. Nobody yes. holds back. So the Women's Council is that, you mentioned it before, it's that safety net. It's that place that we can learn. We can say the Pledge of Allegiance for the first time being a public speaker. We can do things that we never, ever thought. So it's a training ground, uh, but it's more than that. It launches you into things that you can't even imagine. So I, I guess my advice is get involved early on in your career. Realtors should do that. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Gail. Thank you for your insights and for sharing with us your journey through and after the council and how you're still continuing to be involved and how that has affected your business and personal life in such a positive way and how you continue to do so with everybody else. So Gail Hartnett in Boise, Idaho, thank you very much for your time today and we'll be seeing you soon. Awesome. You have a great day, Chris. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here.